Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. Happy Thursday. And firstly, thank you so much to every single one of you who have left me a review on Apple Podcasts. I honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I really, really do appreciate it. Today, I'm going to touch on quite a, I want to say sensitive, but that's not the right word, um, a confusing topic, if you want to put it that way. And I say confusing because you've got every single young Pit and Sunny who is a fitness influencer on social media who is pushing their own sort of biased narrative of what they think is best. And the reason for that a lot of the times is because mainly because they're pushing their own product. So they need to build up a baseline story to, I want to say, confuse you and then build that trust within you and the audience and then say, you know what, I've got the best product for you. Now, this is, again, I want you to know anything I discuss on this podcast or any episodes within this podcast is purely based on my opinion. Obviously, there's a lot of facts that will back my opinion up, but it's also based on my story and what worked for me and how we can carry that over or how you can potentially carry that over to build your own story. And again, it's information I share with you and and you can use it. You don't have to use it. It's totally up to you. It's just there. I put it out there to try and make this as relatable as possible so that we don't fall for any bias information online. So without further ado, let's jump into this hot topic of conversation. I saw a post the other day and it was basically calling people cardio bunnies. Right. So we look at that and a cardio bunny is someone who spends all their time doing cardio. And then on the other spectrum or the other side of things, you get the gym rat who is someone who spends all their time in the gym basically doing weights. I mean, if I have it correct. So first of all, I just want to point out that we, we shouldn't be labeling people as anything. And if someone enjoys cardio, then they enjoy cardio. If someone enjoys weights, they enjoy weights. But for me to be labeled as a cardio bunny or a gym rat, I think it's quite offensive, if I'm very honest. Um, at the end of the day, I identify as Mandy, not as a gym rat or a cardio bunny, right? Again, that's my opinion, but I just don't like it. And I don't think we should be, be calling people by those certain or labeling people by those certain labels. For me personally, I think it just carries such a negative connotation to it. And, you know, if you are someone that enjoys cardio and all of a sudden you get labeled as a cardio bunny, it might feel as though you're doing something incorrect or that it's frowned upon to be doing so much cardio, which for me is not the case. And I'm going to touch on that specific topic today with how cardio actually helped me get to the point where I am and what the benefits of cardio are and what the benefits of lifting weights are. And from there, you can make your own calculated decision. And you'll see the benefits that I'm going to touch on have got a lot more to do with the mindset side of things and being a fitter, healthier, stronger version of yourself. And by stronger, I don't necessarily mean, oh, welcome to the fucking gun show. Look at my guns. No, I mean a mentally stronger. So a mentally stronger version of yourself where you've got more confidence because you've built that confidence up with the activities that you have been doing or with the change of lifestyle that you have been incorporating moving forward. And in case you're wondering what sparked this topic of conversation, the other day I saw a post online and it was explaining the differences between, you know, lifting weights and doing cardio. And at the end of the post, it was basically saying, stop being a cardio bunny. And for me, it just, 
I, I felt a bit offended by it, which I don't usually do when it comes to things online because I have that saying of the weight of a rock doesn't matter if you don't pick it up. But I was thinking of everyone else that that post could potentially be reaching and those people could potentially be focusing on cardio. And I started thinking of my story and I went all the way back to the 4th of January 2016 when I decided that it's time to lose weight. And I thought of all the activities that I did to bring me to the point where I am today. And those first activities that I did in the initial stages of my fat loss were mostly cardio activities. And I'm going to break it down for you to explain how doing cardio activities actually brought me to the place where I am currently at today and how beneficial those cardio activities were for me, not only becoming a healthier person, but becoming a person with a stronger mindset and believing that I could do more. Telling someone to stop doing cardio or to stop being a cardio bunny because it's suboptimal for fat loss is like telling someone to stop doing doggy style because it's suboptimal to reaching orgasms, right? And I put it in that way because it's relatable because if someone prefers doggy style over reverse cowgirl and doggy style is the thing that's going to get them to continue bringing that spark to their relationship, then I would always say continue doing that, right? Again, we revert back to exercise. We move away from sex positions. But I think it makes it so clear because imagine you have to do a sex position every single night or every second or third night, and it's one that you don't enjoy, but it's optimal. You know, it's optimal for reaching that point of orgasm. You're going to get so gutful of doing it because you don't enjoy, enjoy doing it. So for me, I would rather focus on one that's maybe a less, a little bit less or not as optimal, but one that you enjoy because it's got sustainability to it. Moving away from the sex positions before someone complains that I'm giving <laughs> sex ed or sex lessons on this podcast. You know, so for me, your, your cardio and your lifting weights, there's benefits to both of them. And I want to make one thing clear is this is not me telling you not to lift weights, right? Because there are a number of benefits to lifting weights. So when you're going to be lifting weights or you're going to be working on your strength training, you're going to be preserving that lean muscle mass. So when you're burning fat you're, or when you're going to be losing weight, you will be burning fat, right? And not necessarily lean muscle mass. Whereas if you're doing cardio, you could be burning into that lean muscle mass as well. Lifting heavy things, you know, it also does help with essentially what it is, is muscle is more sort of metabolically active than fat and building muscle can increase your metabolism. And this means that you will burn more calories each day, even at rest. Again, we're not talking a difference of thousands and thousands of calories. So to be doing something purely because you want to burn more calories, burn more calories at rest or whatever the case is, but you don't necessarily enjoy it is also not the ideal way forward. So again, there are a lot of benefits to strength training and lifting weights, but I do believe that there is a time and a place for everything. And the reason I say that is because this is purely coming from a formerly morbidly obese person who couldn't even bend over far enough to pull the bath plug out to let the water out. It's coming from someone who was so sedentary that couldn't actually even get off the couch to walk to the fridge without making or without it feeling like a chore. 
This is coming from me, a former fat person who had no energy to do anything. This is coming from me, a former obese person who couldn't even bend over properly to tie my shoelaces. This is coming from me who was so afraid to exercise in public. And by exercise, I mean even walking to the shop because I was so afraid of what people would think of me. What is this big overweight person doing exercising? And I know that a lot of people feel the same way. So to tell someone who is overweight or obese to go straight into the gym and lift weights and not do cardio is fucking ludicrous, if I'm very honest, because that level of confidence or self-confidence is already so low. We, I say we because I was there don't want to exercise in public. The last place we want to be is in a gym where we feel like people are constantly looking at us. Imagine you go, now Now this is a big thing for me. I hate going into the shops because I have this fear of one of the sales consultants coming up to me, asking me, oh, can I help you pick out some clothing? Like, no, fuck off. No, I can do it on my own. And I had that massive fear of when I was going to go into the gym, are one of the personal trainers on the floor going to come up to me and try and help me? Or are they going to think, what the fuck is she actually doing here? She should be at home on the couch eating fucking potato chips. So as a personal trainer, not me, but some personal trainers out there, it's very easy to tell someone, oh, just jump straight into the gym because it's optimal for fat loss or it's optimal to build in muscle or lean muscle. Um, and it's going to help you so much more than what cardio is going to help you. I believe, and again, this is my opinion, I believe a lot of those statements come from someone who has never struggled with weight or been exceptionally obese or overweight in their life because it's not just a physical struggle to get off the couch and do activity but it's a fucking mental struggle as well it's that mindset of you know I've lived such an unhealthy lifestyle now all of a sudden I need to go into this massive gym where there's so many weights I have no idea what to do I'm gonna look like a stupid cunt and people are going to judge me and I'm already feeling judged. So why must I place myself in that situation that is going to make me feel even worse about myself than what I already do? If I go back to the start or the beginning of my weight loss expedition, I like the word expedition. It sounds a lot better than journey. I don't know why. If we go back to the start of my weight loss expedition, 4th of January, 2016, you know what? And this is me being very, very honest. Cardio is what built my confidence to actually move forward to going into a gym. Cardio is what got me off the couch initially. Cardio is what helped me form my healthier habits, habits that I could sustain. Cardio is currently something that helps me with my mental well-being. And cardio is also something that helped me with building a stronger mindset because by doing certain cardio activities, it made me believe that I was capable of doing a lot more. So as you can see, there were so much more benefits to cardio than just from a physical point of view and from a fat loss point of view as well. For the first month of my weight loss expedition, 
I focused purely on cardio and that was walking. I would walk to the shop. I didn't lift a weight at all. And I managed to lose, I think it was between eight and 10 kilograms in that first month. The second month going into February, I joined Adventure Bootcamp. Again, if you look at the bootcamp sort of sessions that we were doing, it was very much cardio based. I then traveled to, I think it was Australia and to London towards the end of February or the middle of February. Again, purely focused on cardio. I was walking from meetings to meetings. I stayed in a hotel that had a gym, but again, I was too afraid to go into the weight section of the gym because I had no idea what to do. The gym had a swimming pool and I knew I know how to swim. I had private lessons as a youngster, so I knew even my butterfly stroke is near perfection. Oh, Mandy, you're such a narcissist. And I was comfortable in the pool, and that's where I got in, and I did cardio. And during the month of February, I think I lost about another five or six kilograms, again, purely from cardio. Was I interested in doing weights or lifting weights? Absolutely, because I did research the benefits on it. Was I ready to walk into the weight section of the gym? Absolutely not. And at that moment, I sort of assessed where I was at from a mindset point of view. And I'm like, Mandy, you've got such a good power of momentum going on at the moment. The last thing you want to do is you know, walk into a gym, lack that confidence and feel like you are not capable of doing anything because you have no idea how these fucking machines work. So I continued pushing forward with my my cardio. And again, I was building a healthier version of myself. And in the background, the weight was coming off. And a lot of that had to do with cardio. But again, don't get me wrong, it all has to do with the nutrition and the food that you eat, the calories in versus the calories out. And by doing cardio, yes, I was burning calories. So that placed me in a higher calorie deficit as such. And that's where the fat loss started taking place. Again, as someone who was exceptionally sedentary and exceptionally overweight, it would have been very difficult for me to actually be in the weight section of the gym, not only from a confidence level, but also from a point of fuck, it's so difficult to carry my own body weight around. Now I need to lift other weights. Again, I revert back to it was so difficult to even tie my shoelaces, to bend over and tie my shoelaces. It was difficult to bend forward in the bath and pull out the bath plug. At one stage, I even pinched a nerve in my neck when I was tying my hair up. Imagine what damage I would have done to myself if I was in the weight section of the gym. Right. Just imagine, picture that again. This is not me saying that, you know, oh my goodness, don't ever go into the weight section. This is me saying, take your time to get comfortable with, say, the cardio section or the cardio exercises that you are doing. Take your time to get comfortable. And as soon as you are comfortable, start looking around for other exercises that you may enjoy. But I also don't want you to do an exercise where you stand there in the morning in the gym and think, fuck, do I really have to do this again, right? So again, take the time to get comfortable with whatever you are doing. And always remember to focus on building those healthier habits. Because yes, I know the end goal for a lot of people is always going to be weight loss or fat loss. But ideally what we want to be doing is working on a healthier, fitter version of ourselves and the byproduct will be weight loss of that. 
So for me, when I was walking to the shop and hitting those 10,000 steps per day, that was a Musa achievement for me. And by doing that, that made me want to live healthier in other areas of my life. So it made me want to clean up my nutrition. It made me want to drink less because I was walking to the shop and that cardio was a form of exercise. And I was exceptionally proud of myself for doing that form of exercise. And it's a vicious circle or it's a fantastic, let's rather say it's a fantastic circle because any exercise that you do is going to make you feel better about yourself and it's going to make you want to do better in other areas of your life. I remember when I ran my first park run, five kilometer run, I was so exceptionally proud of myself and I built that confidence and it was just growing. And after that June of 2016 in the park run, I remember the next challenge I set myself was to actually hike Lion's Head. Again, cardio exercise. But by the time I got to the top of Lion's Head, I'm like, fuck Mandy, what else are you capable of doing? October 2016, I ran the gun run, my first 10 kilometer. After I finished that 10 kilometer, I'm like, fuck it, Mandy, if you can do 10 kilometers, imagine what else you're capable of. And again, remember, this is all cardio. And at not at any point was I doing weights or lifting heavy weights. But because I was working on a healthier lifestyle, it played such an important role. That cardio that I was doing played such an important role within my mindset towards the weight loss expedition, as well as within my confidence levels and making me that believe that I was capable of a lot more. And just shortly after that, that's actually when I joined a CrossFit gym or more of a functional fitness gym that involved a lot of different CrossFit movements and that involved weights. Again, it was a private gym where it was sort of like very much people that you knew. So it made it a little bit easier for me. But I remember the day I went there, I was shitting myself, like literally, I almost had to buy <laughs> adult diapers. No, okay, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't literally. Okay, I wasn't. Let me let me reiterate, I did not shit myself. It felt like I was going to. And I don't think I would have been able to walk into that gym had I not built up the healthier habits that I did through the cardio that I was doing, through the achievements that I was achieving, and through the confidence that I was building in myself. Also remember, by the time I had joined that gym, I had lost a substantial amount of weight already. So moving around was a lot easier for me as opposed to what it was when I started as from a sedentary lifestyle on the couch. So again, I had more confidence in myself and in my abilities to lift weights. But I would not have had that had I not built or worked on those solid foundations for the first several months leading up to me stepping into that gym. And again, I want you to remember that this is based on my expedition, my story, my fat loss. Someone else could have a totally different story where, you know what, they were confident enough to go into a gym first thing and that helped them. But I know from the amount of people that I have worked with or the amount of ladies that I have worked with, a huge percentage of the ladies, of you, are quite scared to go into a gym because you lack that confidence to go into the gym. And that's why I'm saying that don't be scared to start with cardio regardless of what people say. But if someone tells you what to do with your body, 
they are basically taking away your freedom of choice because they're making you believe that there's one set way, one optimal way forward for fat loss. And anything that you may have been doing in the past, you could potentially stop doing now because you believe that it's not going to help for fat loss. And the last thing I want is for you to stop doing something that you really enjoy doing and something that motivates you to do better and something that builds your confidence because you've read somewhere that it is suboptimal for fat loss. At the end of the day, again, we need to remember it's about so much more than just fat loss. It's about so much more than just being ripped. It's about being the healthiest version of yourself. And if that healthiest version of yourself does contain cardio exercises, then that is perfectly fine. If that healthiest version of yourself does contain or does see you doing weights at the gym, then that's perfectly fine as well. At the end of the day, you need to choose something that you can sustain. And to be able to sustain something, you need to enjoy something. And again, this is not me saying don't ever go into the weight section. As I mentioned earlier on in this episode, get comfortable with what you are doing. Build that confidence within yourself. Build that confidence. And when you build that confidence, start testing new things. Say, you know what? Yes, okay, I've been doing the stepping machine or the treadmill for the last three months. I'm now confident enough to step into the free weight section. Or you know what? I don't want to step into the free weight section because I really enjoy doing cardio. And at the end of the day, it's based on your decision and what you enjoy doing, right? If we're constantly going to look for the best way and the best exercise and the best food to lose fat, we're just going to create such an overwhelm within ourselves. And you're potentially then going to fall off track because you're doing things that you don't enjoy doing. You're doing things that feel forced and you're doing things that feel like a chore. And another thing that we need to keep in mind is, and it's something that I've thought long and hard about because I was in that position or in that situation, is not everyone can afford a gym membership or not everyone can afford a personal trainer or not everyone can afford to even buy their own weights for being at home, for training at home. And there was a long period of time where I didn't have a gym membership purely because I could not afford it. And if you look at everything that we have gone through during lockdown, just myself personally, right, from coming from the tourism industry, myself and every single person I knew from my industry had been retrenched. We did not have any form of income. Now, imagine you trying to lose weight and you've started your fat loss journey and you cannot even afford your daily expenses and someone in the background is telling you, you have to go to gym, you have to lift weights to lose to lose fat. Immediately you start thinking, you're like, but walking is free. Walking is free. I can walk around, I can hit those 10,000 steps per day, and that's what I can afford. But now you feel bad about that because you've been told that cardio is not optimal for fat loss. So then you just stop doing cardio, but you can't afford a gym membership, so you don't go to the gym either. And I would then essentially say, you know what, focus on that cardio because every single little bit of movement that you do is leading towards you living a healthier lifestyle. Just getting off that couch and going to the bathroom or going for a 10-minute walk outside your complex, that is something that you should not overlook. And you should never say to yourself, oh, I can't go to gym or I can't afford a gym membership, so anything I do is not going to be good enough because I was told that I need to live in a gym. If you are just starting your fat loss 
expedition ne? Mandy's word I'm going to coin that if you're just starting your fat loss expedition and you're not 100% sure between you know cardio and your confidence isn't up there yet or maybe that you are quite obese and you don't have the mobility of someone who is not obese I don't want you to think that you know there's one specific way forward essentially the advice that I would give you today is say Number one, focus on your nutrition. Focus on making healthier choices when it comes to your nutrition. Focus on your calories in versus your calories out. Set yourself a step target per day and say, I'm going to start from trying to get 2,000 steps per day and gradually work your way up from there. Make small little changes when it comes to your movement. So instead of taking the lift, see if you can actually walk up the stairs. Instead of standing still on the escalator, see if you can actually walk up or down the escalator. That's if people give you right of way because I've seen we saw stand all over that escalator and you can't get past someone. If you are going to drive to the shop, look for the furthest parking away. And that means then you've got to walk a little bit extra to get to the shop that you want to go to. All these small little changes are adding extra movement to your day. All these little things that you are doing are creating those solid foundations that you need for living a healthier lifestyle. Once you get comfortable with walking that little bit extra per day, then you look and say, cool, potentially maybe I can start running or maybe I can start walking faster. Or you know what, Mandy, fuck that. I don't like running. I do want to go to a gym. Once you have built these solid foundations, maybe you've built more confidence within yourself. Once you've shook off the first maybe five kilograms or maybe 10 kilograms, maybe you now have more mobility and that's maybe where you're like cool now I can start going to the weight section so again it's a, a gradual build up or a gradual lead up of to you know where you're going and what you're going to be doing so for me essentially there is absolutely no rush to get into that weight section within the gym are there benefits to it absolutely like I said in the beginning of this episode of this podcast there are absolutely benefits to lifting weight right but again for me coming from being a obese person I know that it is so difficult and I think rushing something like that would have made me quite despondent because it would have felt like I don't know what I'm doing it would have potentially felt like I don't have control and I know that I'm someone that if I feel that way, I tend to give up. So again, you need to assess sort of, I want to say your personality, but where you're also at with your mindset side of things and what you feel you are capable of. And the most important thing to know is that this journey of yours, it hasn't got an expiry date. And so if you take six months to get into the gym, that's 100% fine. If you don't want to go into the gym and you prefer being outdoors in the nature, listening to the birds and the frogs, 100% fine, because that is what's going to make it sustainable. Again, to end off this podcast, it is not all about fat loss and finding the best way forward for fat loss. It's about creating a healthier lifestyle, about being the healthiest version of yourself. So again, I want to end off by saying there is not one specific way forward. You need to set your goals. You need to assess those goals and you need to assess a way forward that is going to help you reach those goals. I always want you to remember that there's absolutely no rush because there is no expiry date to this expedition of yours. And I always believe in taking it a little bit slower, building those solid foundations, finding things that you do enjoy doing and finding things that do align with your goals or that are going to help you reach your goals. 
But I want you to know that if you can't afford a gym membership at the moment or you are not comfortable with going into the weight section of the gym, there is actually absolutely no rush to do it. So build your confidence first. And even if it means that you are building your confidence through cardio, that's actually a good way forward. Um, Always focus on your nutrition because that's going to be fundamental, number one. And look at increasing more protein into your nutrition plan moving forward because your protein is going to help preserve that lean muscle mass and it is also potentially going to help you build more lean muscle mass. And from my point of view, yesterday was the first time that I actually walked into an actual weight section of a commercial gym. And that is the first time in six years. I As I said, I've done a lot of cardio in my life, but I've also done a fair amount of fitness or functional fitness training slash CrossFit. But that was all within a private gym where I've had a group instructor who is telling me what to do. And you're sort of with a group of people that you've become very confident with. So it's easier to step into that situation. But last night for the first time in my six years of being on this weight loss or healthy, whatever you want to call it, this expedition of mine, last night was the first time that I actually stepped into, and I use this word lightly, freely in inverted commas, into the big boy section of the gym, right? And I felt confident and I felt comfortable. And even as I walked into that big boy section of the gym, I felt, I felt confident But I also had this little bit of fear inside of me. And I'm like, what if I'm not doing this correctly and someone walks up to me and tries to correct me? Which obviously I would appreciate, but it's just a little bit of an awkward moment, right? It's like, oh, shit. And again, I had a little bit of an imposter syndrome as to what... What is, she, what is she doing in this section of the gym? So that is quite a scary thing and you do need to overcome that and that's not going to happen overnight. So as you can see, it's taken quite a long time for me to actually just build up that confidence but still have that little bit of a fear going into it. And one thing I do want, if I'm very honest, you know, and I've been rambling on about cardio and the benefits and, and don't get me wrong, 100%, it's, it's so much more than just the benefits to say losing weight. It's about that mental well-being. It's about that sense of achievement after you run a distance that you haven't run before. It's that sense of achievement after hitting your first 10,000 steps ever in one day. It's all of that that builds confidence. But at the end of the day, you know, for me, I at currently my my goals would be, you know, building a little bit of lean muscle mass and I'm going to do that through the weight section of the gym. And that I, you know, and I say this with a massive smile on my face, I do want every single one of you, especially the women listening to this, to build up that confidence to go into the weight section and just be there and be like, you know what, fuck it, look how far I've come. I've managed to overcome all my fears and I'm actually lifting these weights in the section where I thought I would never, ever be. And that sense of achievement is also something great. But again, it's not just about doing one or the other. It's about saying, you know what, I'm going to have a good balance of cardio in my plan. And when I'm comfortable, I am going to walk into that weight section or I am possibly going to get a personal trainer if I can afford it. And I am going to work on a bit of strength training if I want to. So again, there's no right way forward. It's a 
It's about doing what you what you want to do and what you feel comfortable in doing and then building your confidence and working your way up to try new activities, try new things and finding out what gets you ticking and what keeps you adhering to the plan. And I think that's the most important thing. Again, I want to end off by saying there's benefits to your cardio, there's benefits to your weightlifting and the sense of achievement that comes from both of them is fantastic. The Just the mindset and from a mental sort of mental well-being point of view there's benefits that come from both of them for me if I ran when I ran my longest distance of 50 kilometers I just felt so so confident but I know the same will be with someone when they they do a deadlift or a personal best within a deadlift in the gym they will feel that same sort of boosting confidence or sense of achievement so again it's very much up to you and what you prefer doing but don't ever stop trying new things don't ever stop challenging yourself but also don't feel the pressure to challenge yourself to the point where you are uncomfortable and you give up. So every month, just set a new little challenge for yourself. And you know what? You say to yourself, like I did, I've never, ever hiked lion's head. Yes, I'm going to set that as a challenge. So I don't want you to think, oh, I, fuck, I can't set lion's head as a challenge because it's fucking cardio most. No, set it as a challenge and push yourself to get out of your comfort zone and challenge yourself with these things. So the more you're going to push yourself to get out of the comfort zone and challenge yourself with these things, the more you're going to work your way up to adding new activities and new things into your plan. Build that foundation, work on that foundation, continue working on it, continue creating those healthier habits, even if that is through daily steps for the first three months, first four months, first five months. Start looking at new things that you can incorporate and just continue tweaking as you move forward. When you find something that you do love, an exercise that you do love, let's say there is some hate towards it, don't stop doing it because society tells you not to fucking do it. You continue doing it. If table tennis is your fucking thing, continue playing table tennis because playing table tennis is a lot better than lying on the couch living a sedentary lifestyle. I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. If you do have any of your own opinions or you do have, you know, any any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me. Again, if you do feel kind enough to rate this podcast, I would absolutely love that. And let's get it shared to our stories. For everyone listening to, to this podcast or to this episode of this podcast on Spotify, I would absolutely love it if you would share it to your stories and tag me in it. I hope you guys have a super, super day. And again, thank you so much for taking the time to actually listen to to what I have to say and, you know, using that information or potentially using that information to, to live your healthiest life that you can.